Hi, I'm Sean. And I'm John. And welcome to The Reference. A podcast where two gay aging millennials discuss all things pop. We're not celebrities. And we're not famous drag queens. We're just us. Two kids from California raised in the 80s and 90s. Enjoy. Enjoy. (laughs) All right. Well, on this week's podcast, we are going to be talking about classic television from the 1980s, the decade where both of us emerged into the world. We love the 80s. Yeah. Favorite. So before we go and I, you know, we, we have our a list actually. We have top five mm-hmm. uh, sitcoms we're going to do and then our top five kids shows. Um, but before we get into those lists, let's just talk about uh, 80s television in general, general memories of being with the family. I know I would tell you that like the Dempseys were not a sit at the table and have dinner. We oh. were a TV tray family. Same here. Yeah. Yeah. Same. <laughs> I mean. Well, me and my sister had, we had the living room TV. And then my parents had the little kitchen TV. Oh, separate. Yeah. <laughs> Which is even worse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seriously divided. That's funny. Yeah, I mean, I just remember, like, I just remember, and see if you do too, like, the period of, like, 6 p.m. to, like, 8 o'clock was, like, mm-hmm. always dinner was being prepared. And so it was either, like, reruns. Mm-hmm. Of other shows were like six six thirty, and then like Jeopardy, mm-hmm. Wheel of Fortune. I know this moved to like seven, but I just feel like I just remember that time and just like everyone's still like running around, but the TV's on. Yeah, but like everybody's still like running around, and then finally we would sit down. We ate late, and then we would watch our shows. We would yeah, we would eat during like the Entertainment Tonight and Jeopardy block, which was like seven to seven, seven to eight. Yeah, like we always watched Entertainment Tonight. And then Jeopardy. Oh, I loved it. Mary Hart and John Tesh talking about Hollywood actors, you know, new movies. It was, I mean, I was raised on it. Like, that was yeah. a staple. Like, every night was Entertainment Tonight. And then did you ever watch, I mean, this wasn't during the nighttime, but like a similar type of show in the 80s. Did you ever watch Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous? Yes, absolutely. That's like a, a staple from my uh nani's house yeah we would you know be there on the weekends and i feel like it was a weekend syndication show yeah like it, was it was either weekend on or saturday or something yeah. yeah and we watched that all the time too robin lee that yeah and you didn't quite grasp you know it looked so because that was during the you know 80s luxury Yes. Beverly Hills decadence <laughs> <laughs> you own everything <laughs> So I remember yachts, you know, yachts yeah. were a thing and not quite great, like being like, oh, that's, you know, that's cool. These people, but yeah, it was just, I don't know. It was just, it yeah. was that time. We so it was, it was that. at my Nani's house. It was like Star Search and Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous and then like Columbo. Yeah. <laughs> Peter Falk in his yeah. house. Yeah. I, I mean, at my grandma, my grandma and grandpa's house, um, I would say Star Search, yeah, but we yeah. watched, like, he, my grandpa had all his favorite shows that he watched, like, um, and they were all reruns, like Rockford Files and Quincy and, mm-hmm. like, all these, like, 70s. Quincy? Like, show. I don't yeah. even remember what Quincy was. Quincy, what, he was a medical examiner? Yeah. I mean, in the 70s, anybody could get yeah. a show. 
Um, but I just, and, <laughs> and yeah, but I just remember like, and then we would watch In Search of with Leonard Nimoy. Okay. Which was like oh, that would uh, probably scare me. Yeah, it probably would scare you. It was like a uh, before Unsolved Mysteries. Um, but. but I was gonna say like a lot of my '80s TV show. Like, we would watch it, you know, like, at night and everything, but I have more memories of watching 80 shows in syndication, like, after school. Yeah. Or during the summer in the morning, like, on USA. Like, they would have a block, you oh, yeah. know, every day. And so I feel like I watched it more than I have more memories of, of after school watching. You know, I'd come home and turn, you know, something would be on at... at you know, whatever. And they would always change it. And I would always get so upset because I'd be like, no, you know, cause <laughs> you'd watch it all. And then you'd be like, Oh no, no. So like, especially like during the summer, like USA would be like night court and, um, yeah. You know, all these other random Facts shows. Life reruns were on, um, yeah. USA. And then like, mm-hmm. um, do you remember the, <laughs> remember the in a minute? In a minute, yeah. in a minute. <laughs> and it was like a dog. Dark, dark, dark. And it'd be like, oh, you said in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> in a minute, in a minute. Uh, um, reading Rainbow. Oh, fly yeah. in the sky. Ooh, controversial in your, oh, your uh, house. My, yeah. Well, not my house. Not back Sorry, east. not your house, yeah. yeah. I remember writing that on the thing, and I was like, I should bring up Reading Rainbow. <laughs> Yikes. When you uh, deal with old-timey relatives from... <laughs> Days, days gone past and Ooh, yeah anyway a, i mean yeah but yeah i mean i loved that show i loved i always remember like when he would do specials showing them how to like make things like they'd show oh, how to make yeah. cheese oh. <laughs> yes they did the same on sesame street when they show you how to make crayons that yeah. was huge i loved it anything you can find it on youtube you can find that whole section about how they make crayons um, i love it Yes, and it's like this little girl staring at a crayon, and then like, <laughs> we're close up on her eye, looking at the crayon, and then it's like, bum, 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 and it goes to the crayon factory, and I was like, wow, you know, um, and that was all. That was the eighties. That was yeah. I mean, well, but to your point, like, it, it definitely there's very different, like, TV watching memories. Like, there's mm-hmm. my grandma's house, like you said. There's after school at my house, which was specific to that, and then there was always like with my family at night watching yeah. the more adult shows right and then like knowing what show was like the marker of my bedtime like for the longest time the ending credits of head of the class oh. just like traumatized me as like oh head of the class is over it means i have to go to bed oh yeah <laughs> head of the class it just got on <laughs> hbo max oh is it yes i watched an episode i watched because i don't know why this episode had a profound effect on me but it's the episode where they do hair. Mm-hmm. Remember they like would the do musical? plays? Yeah. They did the musical hair. They did like a couple. I think they did Grease, Little Shop of Horrors, and Hair. And it's the episode that they do hair. And I think that was when I was first kind of introduced to the music of hair. Yeah. So I was like, this is interesting. So I just watched it the other day. I was like, I have to watch this episode because it lives in my head rent-free, as the kids say. Um, but... <laughs> I watch it. Elaine Stritch is a guest star. She never was in any other episode. She was just in that one. She's the evil teacher that's like, I will fail everyone if they do this this show because she <laughs> had a son. She had a son that went to Vietnam and got killed. Oh. And so, you know, the show is about hippies resisting, yeah. um, you know, the draft and everything. I mean, it's about more, but that's 
big thing. But yeah, so she's like, no. And then Howard, you know, Hessman's like, but because he's he's kind of like a hippie. I, I, um, I was talking with, with a friend about head of the class because I was like, what is the concept? What was the concept of that show? They were smart. Yeah, and but, I was like, but they, yeah. it was night school. No, it was it was normal school. Wasn't it night school? No, it was normal school, but they were all geniuses, kind huh? of. Yeah, head of the class. Night, you're, you're thinking night court. That was at night. <laughs> no, I know, but I'm just like I thought head of the class was name. night school. It was like adult school. No, they were teens. Oh my god! You got to go back and yeah. watch. <laughs> They were teens, but it was the 80s, so they looked, you know, 45. Right, of course. Yeah. So they were all teens. He apparently was a sub in the first episode. He taught a history class. So I was like, were they in that classroom all day? Was that their class? But no, it was just one period that he taught with this group of kids who had apparently been together since they were children. I don't know. It's wow. bizarre. Yeah. There's a lot to unpack. Head no. of the class. Go visit it on HBO Max now. Oh, I need to because apparently I'm thinking it's a different show. But I mean, I remember when he left and then was it Billy? Billy, Billy Connolly. Yeah, the Scottish guy came on. Came I remember on. the nerdy guy with the glasses. Arvin. Yeah, the there was the guy. nerdy guy with the glasses. There was the big guy, Dennis. Dennis, yeah. And there was like the, the girl. Kind of the, like yeah. the like, cool one. She had brown yeah. hair. Well, she had like red. Well, there was the like the innocent red-haired one, and then Robin Givens was like, you know, the. Okay. And then they had like the young young girl, Janice. Remember, she was, she was younger like a, than everybody. She, yeah, but she was like a, a like a genius, right? Yeah, she was. Yeah. Well, they were all super smart. Interesting. And then, well, yeah. look at that. And that's we get a, the class. Yeah. <laughs> Go watch um, it. You don't have any memory of the show. It's. Well then, yeah, I think, was, yeah, I think we should just hop into our list then, because I think that right. was, yeah, that was good. Because um, man, I didn't even—that's like throwing. I'm like my you, you blew my mind. I, that's just so weird. I've been living my whole life thinking head of the class, walking around yeah. every day thinking head of the class, <laughs> <laughs> telling people at work how humiliating. But that was a show that I think was on after school, so I used to watch that after it aired in syndication after school, and that's. You know, I just pop it on, and so yeah. I would see, like the the episode where they did the plays, and I really liked it because they were doing plays and musicals, and I was a kid, and I was like, "That's what I," you know. And I well, that one did. specifically was not a show that I watched with my parents. It was one that I mm-hmm. watched with my brother and sister because my parents had on like Monday nights or Tuesday nights they went to a club meeting, like investment club, and so oh. they would leave. Yeah, so then they would leave, and you know, my brother and sister are older than me. Um, but we would watch and head of the class when that was over, I think it was, it was nine to nine thirty, So at nine thirty was my bedtime. So I just, that was a first run show for the Dempsey's. <laughs> I just remember being like, at night. Yeah. Would they be like, time to go to bed? Like, would they make you go to bed? Oh like, yeah. Your brother and sister? Of course. Anytime they got to act like a parent. <laughs> you were like, no. You're not my dad. <laughs> yeah. You're not my mom. I know. Stop acting like it. Okay. <laughs> All right, so let's go in. So should we start uh, with kids shows, and then we'll go into evening shows? We can do kids shows. So we, uh, I told Sean, I says, I says to him, I says, why don't <laughs> we right do, <laughs> why don't we do our top five? So 
We'll start with number five. Hopefully, you actually ranked them this time. Did you? Mm. Uh. Yeah. I mean. Sure. 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 It's so it's number a... five. What's your number five? Ah. Uh, so number five. Well, is this considered a kids show? Hmm. Because this is another show that was again after school. Um. Punky Brewster. Is that a kids show? It's on the border, but I will consider it a kid's show for this list. It starred children. Yes. And it was on... I don't remember it. I do remember it at night. That's a lie. I do remember it airing at night because I remember the episode that everyone remembers when Cherry got stuck in the in the refrigerator. I remember watching that with my mom. Um, do you remember that one? I do, but I know it traumatized you. You've brought it up several times. Yeah, it is. I thought she was going to die. And it, it really, I mean... Well, it, you don't like kids in, in peril. I don't in like anything. kids in peril. Yeah. And she was, you know, because it had a... It, there, I mean, the way my brain works, I, I remember moments. So it has a moment where she's in there and she's like knocking and she's like, help, it's dark, I can't breathe. And that really like, oh no. You know, because as a kid, you're like, what if that was me? You know, it was like, I just saw a meme today where it was like, didn't you think that quicksand was going to be a bigger problem when you were a kid (laughs) than it actually was? Yes. You know, didn't you think? Yes. So watching that, I was like, oh God, I'm going to get stuck in a refrigerator, you know? Yeah. And it taught you not to. And it was an older refrigerator that, I mean, since then, I'm sure you can probably just, you know, kick one open but it was an old refrigerator that locked but it had that same kind of thing where i was like no like that's that's danger like that is a life or death situation she's in a fridge um but it wasn't like it wasn't like when lucy got stuck in the freezer and it was just like all laughs like and that was funny her hair was all (laughs) was all frozen this was like came out well this is like when they're always trying to teach you a lesson yeah and there were lots of lessons on punky which is why i think it's a kid's show remember those girls try to get her to do drugs yeah um there was one where candace cameron was the face on the milk carton (gasps) remember they they were baking in the in the thing and they had the milk and they saw her face and they're like is this you and she like bolted out of there there's always there's so many runaways in the 80s that would show up (laughs) well she wasn't a runaway her dad like or her her mom or her dad took her it was like a, a like a custody thing. Trouble of youth. Isn't this sad that I remember this much without even no, like researching it before this? There was one where one of her friends was like a bigger girl and she was like self-deprecating. She was like, she wore a shirt that said save the whales and everything. Mm-hmm. And at the end she's like, I lost weight. And I was like, oof, was that a bad message? Yeah. <laughs> thinking about it now and the way like culture has changed i'm like oh what were we telling what were we telling the children at the time i know it's crazy when you watch some of those shows and yeah and then there was the episode where they got stuck in the cave do you remember mm. that one yeah i do and it's a they're telling a story because they're lost so they're all hanging out in a cave and punky is telling this gruesome <laughs> story <laughs> Where they're stuck in this cave and each one of them disappears in a really random way. And then they come back as monsters with like crazy face makeup. Alan is in a wall. 
and his <laughs> face comes out of a wall. Margot drops from the ceiling, and she has, like, skeleton bone body. I was <laughs> done. I was like, it scared me so bad. I was like, what are they trying to do? You know, even though at the end they were like, it was all a story. But I'm like, no, you can't do that. That's, mm-mm. It's like that, remember that one episode of Kids Incorporated where their stuff keeps getting stolen? Oh, yeah, and we'll they talk sing, about it. What? <laughs> so, no, we'll talk about it. It's oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 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 but they, they sing that, uh, oh, was we like, somebody's watching. And to this day, I can't hear that song without thinking of that. <laughs> that Kids Incorporated episode that scared me. And I couldn't fall asleep. And I had to tell my mom, I was like, I'm scared. And she's like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Your mother. <laughs> Things that scared you as a child. (laughs) Kids Incorporated, of all things. I know. All right. Not Freddy Krueger. Not, you know. Yeah. Anyway. Um, Well, that's what I was going to say. One of my biggest things that I loved about Pugny Brewster was, as a child, I was really into the Police Academy movies. Oh, right. So, um, Commandant Lassard, the same (laughs) actor who played um, Henry. But he he was so mean on Punky, and he was so, like... He's like bumbling in police bumbling. academy. Yeah, yeah. He's nice and like, <laughs> but oh god, Watch, I mean, it's weird watching police academy as a kid and then watching it. Oh my god, older and you're like, he was getting blown like yes. in the podium like <laughs> that. And then he comes back and he sees Steve Gutenberg coming out from underneath and he goes, remember. <laughs> Wacky eighties comedy. Uh, god but yeah you don't really connect the dots on that you're like what's what's going on but yeah he was getting henry watermont from funky <laughs> brewster was blown it's terrible <laughs> all right uh my number five is a local show um but i loved it and local i watched show. it all the time yeah so it was a local southern california show it was the k-cal kids and um well they filmed it at disneyland so <gasps> i loved it because it was actual kids and they filmed it like at six in the morning like before the park opened so it was always like overcast <laughs> oh yeah was um, it live they, no it was it oh. was filmed and then it was kcal kids and then they cha- and then when mickey's toontown opened they changed it to toontown kids and it was only filmed in toontown oh. uh, but basically it was just like disney cartoons but like they would have these like like many episodes like at the park and they were having like adventures at the park and i was just like of course me I yeah like, ah, I, <laughs> I wanted to be on the show i was like i could do that that was also during the time where i was asking my mother to take me to audition to be on the mickey mouse club oh and she was like nope no that's not gonna happen <laughs> they came to the west covina mall and they did yes um this girl who went to my high school was on mickey mouse club <gasps> Which Tara. one? Tara? Tara mm-hmm. She was on it. She, I saw her um, in my high school's... She was older than me. I think she was maybe older than my sister, too. But she she was in a production of Hello, Dolly! that they did at my high school. And I went and saw her. And I went and saw... There was like a drama banquet thing later. She might have been... I don't know if she was in the same grade, but there was a drama banquet thing later, and she did a solo, and she performed, um, and I'm telling you, from Dreamgirls, it was the first time I heard that song. Oh my gosh. And so she sang that, and I was like, <gasps> How old was she? I don't, I mean, she must have been like three or four years older than me. 
<laughs> you say three or four. And I'm telling <laughs> you. It's three or four. Old. <laughs> it's like, get it, get it. <laughs> Feel it. You're the best man. <laughs> All right. Uh, number four for you. Number four. Um, Fraggle Rock was huge. Yeah. Fraggle Rock was huge as a kid. Yeah, I and... remember watching it. It was on HBO, though, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was on HBO. Um, it was, at, I feel like that was at night too. It was. Mm-hmm. Because me and my sister would watch. That was our, you know, my parents would watch their own thing and that was us watching. And we had watched it so many times that we knew what episode, there was, <laughs> there was an episode where someone <laughs> is stealing Red's, like, crackers. She has crackers and someone is stealing <laughs> them and it ends up that she's sleepwalking and stealing them herself. However, during the episode, they show a shadow on the wall, and it scared us. <laughs> so we were very frightened children. But they show this shadow, and so we knew what episode it was, so we would choose which of us would hide behind the other one so we wouldn't have to watch it. <laughs> Someone would keep watch on the episode and say when it was over. And then there was also those episodes. Oh, shadow? Like, Yes, because it was like, it was like, you know, done really creepy. And we were like, ooh. And there was like another episode with like this frog character. Do you remember that? Mm. He was, he was on the, in the Gorgs. The Gorgs were those big, you know. Yeah. The kingdom of the Gorgs where they had those big people in suits. But there was this frog character who would move really fast and it would go, but he was like evil. He was like a mean character. And those episodes kind of made us a little shaky but other than that i was a huge because i like the puppets I was yeah a muppet puppet it was jim fan. henson it was jim henson and it was i mean it was m- more far out jim henson which i loved yeah you know well, like was... they didn't have to deal with like the muppets dealt with like celebrities right and, like this was just their own world yeah and they the songs were you know more ethereal and and like interesting and you know it was definitely because and then they had like the traveling band show which but not show but characters which jim henson voiced the lead one and he was like the song of songs and (laughs) get the energy from all you know it was just this very hippy dippy what's that it was like hippy dippy yeah yeah it was that kind of thing. It was when so. you knew that the adults making this were all from the 60s. Right. <laughs> Which is something I love about 80s ch- children's television and something I think affected us, mm-hmm. our generation, a lot, was just how, like, super liberal, like, the children's broadcasts, like, the ones that did Sesame Street, all of that, yeah. like, just very, like, progressive and, like, I just remember, like, Seeing ladies with short hair and like coming up to like, to, to like wearing your, pants, wearing pants, and just like you know, like strong women, like right I and diverse. It. it was like, yeah, see, like I felt Sesame Street was very diverse. Oh, absolutely. And and growing up with that, it, it you know, um, it made an impact. But yeah, Fraggle Rock and the whole like part with the humans and like traveling Matt and he would you know, yeah, that part I was like, uh. But let's get back to the caves, you know. <laughs> I thought it was, that was my jam. That was my rock. Well, my number four is similar time, not Jim Henson. There wasn't a lot of puppets, but a couple. 
but I loved today's special. And as a Canadian okay. show, mm-hmm. um, but I watched it all the time. I watched it all the time because I also loved the movie Mannequin. Oh. And so this show was like that in the sense that it was about a department store mannequin with a special hat that brought him to life. And he was also a 20-somethings young Canadian man who I, for some reason, was drawn to watching over and over as a child. He had really curly hair. (laughs) He did. (laughs) I remember that. And he did, like, those kicks. Like, he did, like, a spin. Well, he was very lanky. So he was like, whoa, like, when you come to life. But that's such a weird concept. Well, it was fun because they'd have it because it was all about the store closing. Every episode started with Sam, the security guard, who was a Muppet or a puppet, whatever. Yeah, he he was a Muppet. But he was like a character. He wasn't human. And then he would close the store and then she forgot her name. What was her name? (laughs) But she was the main like character and then she would bring the mannequin. What was her job? Was she working there at night? She worked the store. Yeah, she was like the, I don't know. Was she like the Hollywood? Set dress. <laughs> she yeah, the, she was like yeah. Hollywood Montreal dress from <laughs> Mannequin. Hollywood! <laughs> but she it's just, Hollywood. I just loved it. Yeah, she put on the hat, he came to life, danced around, and then there was that hooker mouse that looked oh, in God, the dollhouse. Oh, God, yes. Where she like, looked name? all like, she, she looked like, worse she for eyelashes, wear. she had like <laughs> lipstick, yeah. She had, she had like a little boa on, and she was just like, oh, okay. Like, maybe she had a southern, oh, maybe that's, I'm making that up. No, well, she had... She had like a raspy or something voice, but right. if you haven't, if you don't know what we're talking about, friends, um, search for today's special '80s on YouTube. I'm sure it's on there. Oh, it has um, to. Yeah, the, at least the intro. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, yeah, so just just very '80s, very Canadian too. At the intro, at the, the intro, he's like, boop, 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 boop. like he's like yeah. singing a little song, and he goes, "All locked up for the night." And she's like, "Thanks, right, Sam. Sam." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Today's and they, they say magic words to make hocus them... pocus alamogocus. That's whatever. it. Yeah, <laughs> hocus pocus alamogocus. And then and he, he comes to life, dancing round. But where does he go when the show's open? When the, he's when the a mannequin. Open? He's a mannequin, like is he like Kim Cattrall or like uh, Marsha from the Twilight Zone. Marsha, <laughs> frozen in time, watching everything happen. I don't think they ever dived into it maybe uh, christopher nolan will do the today special movie <laughs> and it's all in reverse <laughs> yeah. you're like what it's all a dream uh, uh all right you're number three so on the same level but taken to the extreme of today's special is peewee's playhouse oh yes i mean that wow that's more than a kid's show because if you really dive down deep, it is an it's an performance art yes. kind of piece. Because it's a performance art that goes over kids' heads enough mm-hmm. that they can watch it and not know what. But there's a lot of innuendo. Yeah, because I mean it's bright colors and it's loud noises and it's music and it's puppets and kids respond to that. But the deeper meanings and the innuendo and the things is very adult so we could watch it together my dad loved Wee's playhouse <laughs> loved it Missy we, oh god the most beautiful lady in puppet land mm. <laughs> flory poor, I know. <laughs> the most beautiful lady in puppet land poor like rita the male lady is like i know <laughs> fuck my drag right like <laughs> what she's like i guess I'm and what fine. was the genie's name was his name just genie 
No, he was Jombie. Jombie, that's right. Make it like a high, make a hidey ho. <laughs> oh, he gets one wish, you know. Yeah. And there's that word of the day um, where everyone screams. And, I mean, everything's <laughs> just alive. It's just, it's, it's, yeah. I remember in high school, I don't know who it was, but there was somebody who was adjacent to our friend group who I would do Mecha Lega High, Mecha Hidey Ho, and he would die laughing all the time. It was like, it was just like one of the bros that like, because I had, because Brady played football. So like sometimes like football players would like hang out with us, like the nerdier right. ones. And there was, he was just like this bro that didn't laugh at anything else, but he just that one <laughs> comment really, <laughs> he just loved Jombie. <laughs> Like a like a high, like a honey. <laughs> See, it even reached the jocks. The jocks. TV's Playhouse. It, yeah. it was a, important, and it's all available on Netflix, I think, or something. But I mean, and it gave us one hell of a gay Christmas special. Like, oh God, good God, best. It's the best. <laughs> of course, he's so mean to Annette Funicello and Frank. I Gamma. love it. Oh my God, that is my favorite part of that thing. <laughs> he makes them work do more and they're just like staring at him like okay and he's like finish those christmas cards and she have like green teeth or something too because she uses a toothbrush to as a stencil thing and then she smiles the green teeth and it's like (laughs) diana shore share like katie lang Grace Jones pops out of a box wearing like a muffin tin bra. Like it's bizarre. And she does that dance to Charlie. It's I mean these were like huge Oprah Winfrey is on it. Like these were like big Whoopi Goldberg too, right? Yeah. Whoopi Wee. (laughs) (laughs) She's on the telephone. And she's she's like in her jumping jack flash look. She's zooming in. She's like doing a Zoom call in. I mean, it's very ahead, ahead of, of his time. Yeah, ahead of his time. Very, he was very ahead of his time. And oh, the share moment, which <laughs> is bizarre because she doesn't get introduced at the beginning when he says right. all the the guest stars. She just pops in like she, she's a real share. Share <laughs> yeah. just randomly in the playhouse, but his, which was weird because it was just his playhouse because he lived somewhere else this is just where he would come to would they talk about that no because he would leave at the end you know he'd be like bye he would well, show he's got up. his house from the movie was it connected was it in the same universe i mean that's the movie is <laughs> was why it all the in show his head? existed <laughs> yeah i well i mean yeah when you really like try to figure out what is peewee herman like right. what's going on there like if you try to like what, how know, would he function he, in real life yeah. He would be locked not, up. He's not a child. No, he's a maniac. He's, just, he's a man child. But everyone likes him. Everyone just kind of is like, that's Pee Wee, you know. But he's not he nice to like, everybody, though. No, he's not. He's, he's a not, dick not, a lot of the time. He's really mean. He's actually he's usually, really he's rude. He's, like, not helpful <laughs> in any way. He I mean, actually sometimes. makes things worse. No, I mean, it's, yeah. I mean, it's, it's. It's like the stubbornness and like the, you know, the qualities of kids right. that, you know, they get in trouble for. Right. And he eventually learns a lesson, you know, and he's like, I never thought of it that way. You know, and it's always <laughs> something like that. And you're like, okay. But, you know, eventually he he learns. But, yeah, he is, 
you know, he's, he has the <laughs> bad qualities of a child. There are things you don't want to know about me. Things <laughs> you should know. <laughs> I'm a loader, naughty. I'm a loader. All right. Uh, so my number three, I absolutely adore, and that's you can't do that on television. Oh yeah, that was big. Loved you can't do that on television. Love seeing them get slimed. Love when they mm-hmm. say water and they got water on their head. <laughs> I love the the diner where they always threw up because it was like <laughs> food that was like rotted food, and like I love how like there's like two adults that played every character. Oh yeah. Uh, every adult character, that one lady and that one guy. Um, Alanis Morissette was on it. Um, that chick Alistair. called Moose. Yeah, she called Moose. <laughs> there was that girl named Moose, and I loved her because she was like the. You know, I was I liked her comedy because she was just like the whatever chick. You know, <laughs> yeah. she was just you know she was whatever hard. chick. Yeah, she was hard. I loved Alistair. What a. Oof. I mean, I think I had a childhood crush on, Yo, on Alistair because his name was Alistair. Alistair as well, and he was cute. But Moose, I was like, there's <laughs> and it was very uh, like influenced by you know laughing, like when they would do yes. the jokes in the locker. So there was like that those laughing moments. It was very and, kids Canadian laughing. Yeah, and the opening was very Monty Python. Mm-hmm. With the da 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 da. I just love the, his face, and then they'd stamp his head. Yeah. You can't. You can't but it also reminded me of the bubble tape commercials, too. Yeah, it was that same art. But when we would go swimming in, like, the pool, and we'd have a bucket, and we'd say, Say water! And yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I know. It's slime. And that's, I mean, is that where the... Because Nickelodeon really ran with the slime idea. They well, yeah, I mean, you think about it. in Orlando... But that was it, that came from that show, which was not. Yeah. I mean, Nickelodeon aired it, but it was a Canadian right. show. But yeah, I mean, like Nickelodeon really took the slime concept, and then of course they started sliming at Double Dare. Yeah, which I didn't put on this list because it's a game show. But man, did I watch Double Dare! Oh man, did I watch Double Dare! And I Love never Double wanted Dare. to be on it. But oh, did I you did. ever want to be on yes! it? Yes, uh-uh. oh, Double God. Dare. Well, I mean, Double there was Double Dare and Funhouse. Um, do you remember I wouldn't do house? Family Dumble there. My family wouldn't do it. No. My family would never I, no. do it. I watched Double Dare was or something like a YouTube video. They only had one minute to do that obstacle course. I know. Doesn't that seem like such a short time to do like twelve things? Well, I mean, a minute. Isn't that one of those things where like they hardly ever won, right? No, they would. I Didn't mean, they? sometimes they went. I did not like the nose that they had to pick. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was disgusting. <laughs> and the earwax thing that they had to crawl through. I thought it was disgusting. I was like, I don't like that. You know, they had to be like, let's pick it. And they had, it was like, it was, sometimes it would sneeze and all like the green. Oh, would I know. Come out and I was like, like. Or didn't they have like, where they would have jacket. like, can't like, or am I thinking of The Simpsons? Where they was like, <laughs> it was like pork and beans, like a tub full of pork and beans. Yeah, it was something like that. The one that was really... <laughs> but it's rancid! <laughs> Crossing the cloud. <laughs> it's rancid. <laughs> the one, they had the thing, it was like a big um, gumball machine that they had to dive into to get the flag and yes. come out the slot at the bottom. And I was intrigued and terrified of that. Yeah, because I was like, I, want, I wanted to do that, but I was like, what if I got stuck? Yeah. <laughs> like they would help you but it was like you know you would win the 
you would win like the trip to science, the space camp. Mm-hmm. And I was like, not after, the, not after the space camp movie. <laughs> yeah, in Houston, Texas, was, wherever it was. I know. Or BK Night Shoes, you know. Yeah. Um, but I'm sorry, what was the show that you were referencing before we went on this double dare? <laughs> um, you can't do that on television. Yes. Okay. Yeah, the slime. Yeah, the slime. <laughs> yes, the slime. The Moose. Slime. Uh, all right, number two for you. Number two. I'm going to say Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was really huge. Absolutely. Yeah. For a cartoon. I don't know why, but I connected to Turtles and I had toys. I had a lot of turtle toys. Yeah. And one of my good friends in elementary school, he was into Turtles. So it was like a big thing. I think my parents really like... We're like, yeah, turtles because it was a boy toy. Yeah, and it yeah. was, you know, it wasn't the My Little Pony and Barbie things that I had been, you know, asking for as a kid. It was. A, You'll finally <laughs> find her the right girl. It was a masculine toy, and I think I don't know, but maybe they were like, yeah, that's fine, play. But you know, I was like, I want the April O'Neil one. And they were like, you know, <laughs> the April O'Neil doll. Um, but I had, you know, I had the van. I had the drill. I had a you know a motorcycle. I had all this all have, this crap. But did you have Rocksteady and Bebop? I did. I had Rocksteady, Bebop. I had Shredder. I had Crane. Uh, Krang. Krang was it? Uh, yeah, Krang. The brain. I had all four. Tur- <laughs> I got all four turtles in my Easter basket one year. All four of them. Um, I had Splinter. I had like a one that looked like a manta ray. I was like, who is this? I had <laughs> I had the Ninja Bunny Usagi Yojimbo. Um, I, I mean, I had a lot and I was really, really, really into it. The cartoon show, like I watched the cartoon show all the time. I, you know, were you into the movies when they came out? Uh, I I don't know what we were seeing. We were all seeing a a movie as a family and the trailer for the first Ninja Turtles came out and I had no idea that they were making it. Oh I God. had no idea. So when that trailer came up and it was like, they were just flashing the words <laughs> one at a time. Your, your face, the little you in the, like in oh, the theater. <laughs> my God. They were just flashing. It was like teenage. And then it said mutant. And I think I was sitting by my dad and he was like, oh no. And I was like, and it was real. You know, it was like yeah. big costumes and real people. And oh that was a life-changing moment for me. And it was like ninja and people in the audience were like, whoa, you know? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I was so excited. I have no, I, see, I, I remember that. Then I don't even know what the hell movie we were seeing. <laughs> I don't know why we were there at the movies, but I remember watching that trailer and being so excited. And I went with my friend um, who also liked Ninja Turtles when the movie came out. My parents dropped us off. Like my mom, it was during the summer, I think. My mom dropped me off at the movies and was like, have fun. She was going to sit through that crap. (laughs) She's like, I don't want to see this. And I remember, oh, I had the, um, at Costco, they had the, a four pack of the original comics, the, you know, Mm -hmm. Peter Eastman and Laird, whatever, comics in a, in like these thick kind of book compilation things. I had all four of those and I would read through those all the time. I, I think I had a, poster of michelangelo on my wall <laughs> i love Is it your favorite what he's your favorite uh i think so because he was the fun one yeah it was like him um i mean I was Raphael. Like... 
Raphael was funny and sarcastic in the cartoon, but in the movie, he's such a dick. I don't like him. Maybe that's why I liked him. I think this is so weird. Here we go. Were you attracted to him? Sort of. Get... <laughs> yeah, like he was the most like he's the most broy and the most like right. and the one that's like the most despondent and like <laughs> the one that's right. like always they have to kind of reel him back and he's known to like storm off in a rage. And yeah, he's, he's got the chip. Yeah, he's shoulder. got a chip on his shoulder. I love he's that. He's so about. New York and it's like, he is. He's like you know. Yeah, like, uh, <laughs> love Raphael. I had I had a lot of toys too, although I, I never watched the cartoon. I don't know why. Oh, never? I was always into it because I liked, I had the video game, mm-hmm. which was a hard video game, the Nintendo one, the original one. Oh, the first one is impossible. You're driving around I would always drown. Like, <laughs> I would always drown trying to defuse those damn bombs. It was yes. hard. I was like, they're turtles. They shouldn't be drowning. But I remember the movie came out, and I was so excited to see it, and I was excited because Emilio Estevez was one of the voices, and I really liked Emilio Estevez. He was? Yeah. I would check that again. I'm doing it right now. (laughs) Emilio Estevez! Yes! Emilio Estevez. (laughs) Teenage. I would check that. What are you talking about? Are you nuts? Who, me? Yeah. Or am I going crazy? I think you're going crazy, just like you thought at the class took place at night. Yes, 1990. Here it is. Who is he the voice of? Of Michelangelo. Emilio Estevez was? Here we go. Um... looking this up yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna edit this by the way okay yeah. <laughs> he was too busy making young guns too i have lived my life thinking that that was <laughs> emilio estevez i am dying <laughs> <laughs> i was like as someone who was a major turtle fan emilio estevez um, what's his name? Corey Feldman is, maybe he's in part two. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. I mean, it's easily to <laughs> confuse Emilio Estevez and... All right, well, let's, um, let me start What's your phone. number two? Well, no, let me start over finishing talking about Turtles. Okay. Um, but yes, I went and saw the movie, <laughs> which yeah. I was very excited about. And I was very attracted to... Casey Jones, played right. by, what was his name? Uh, um, Elias Kotas, or whatever his name is. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, ooh, Casey Jones. Um, but yeah, I mean, that was just one of the many um, action figures collections that I had. I just loved mm-hmm. having those because I played with He-Man, and I played with my number two, um, which is the real Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a cartoon that I watched every single one. Like, I loved the real Ghostbusters more than life itself. I had, yeah, I had a couple of ghost, real Ghostbusters action figures that you would press their arm and their face would go, ah, like they would <laughs> yeah. scream. It was like the frightened ones. Yeah. I was like, why are they so scared? This is their, this is their job. But, I mean, that what one. What about the I, ghost ones? Like, the, um, I had Gran- the football player one, uh-huh. Granny Gross. I had Granny Gross. I had the trash guy that turned into a fly. Yep. You remember the toilet? Yes. My mom wouldn't let me them. get that. I think I wanted that at like Target or something. That's or, gross. 
well, yeah, she was like, I'm not getting that. That's disgusting. And I was like, My mom <laughs> got me the firehouse. One of the biggest uh, toys that I ever got was the firehouse. And you could pour the slime through the center. And it would slime. go through the whole thing. Yes. Yeah. The ec- Well, the ecto- ectoplasm. ectoplasm. Yeah. <laughs> and then they had the high C ecto cooler drink. Ugh, disgusting. Loved it. No. They would bring that to like Boy Scout meetings and stuff. And I was like. You know, ecto cooler? It was like nectarine. What it was tastes it? Like, it tastes like non-carbonated Mountain Dew. Oh, yeah. Basically. I didn't drink Mountain Dew as a kid. It wasn't It was not allowed in the house. Only <laughs> sugar freak. Like, no, it was a caffeine-free Diet Pepsi in the gold can. Diet, right? Not even know. Shasta? Shasta. Um, Shasta. What about Dad's yeah. Root Beer? Did you ever have Dad's Root Beer? Oh, yeah. Dad's Root Beer was delicious. And then Bark's Root Beer was real good, too. And then I had a thing where I was on A&W cream soda, but I digress. Mm, yes, cream soda. <laughs> I loved yes. ordering. Um, remember we would get, like, order root beer at restaurants and they would bring it to you in the bottle? Bink. And I hated it, too, because you couldn't get refills on it. So it would be like that. My parents would be like, that's it. Just that one bottle. And I'd be like, mm. That's why I would never order that. I would never order anything I could not get refills of. <laughs> but, it would, but it was fun to drink out of a bottle like a like it was a real beer. Like a sarsaparilla. <laughs> um I love Shirley Temples. Oh, he did. Did I ever tell you that <laughs> my mom thought Shirley Temples were for girls and that Roy Rogers were for boys? And they're I always want to get they? what? Yeah, they're <laughs> different. And I had to tell her, and I was like, "What are you talking?" Because I was like, "I want a Shirley Temple." She goes, "Those are for girls." And I was like, <laughs> "No, one is Sprite, one is Coke." And she's like, "What?" Yeah, so I explained it to her. <laughs> she knew the difference. For girls, was it for girls? And I was like, well, you know, shame. all right. So before we go to break, we're gonna do our number one kids show. You go. What's your number one? My number one, which had, which was, when from the day it came out, I remember the day it premiered. I watched every episode. It was a Saturday morning cartoon. It was Muppet Babies. Oh yes, that Muppet is my Babies. number one, and that's one because, you know, I, maybe YouTube, but. will it ever show its face again like will you ever be able to watch that show again it's not on Um, disney plus no they can't because if you're familiar with the muppet babies whenever they use their quote imagination it would cut to a clip from some old ass movie oh yeah and I just don't, I mean, at the time it aired, like, it was fine, because I don't, I mean, home video was, you know, no shows were going on home video at the time, but to do that now and, like, sell it for, they would have to get the rights to everything that they, you know, I mean, there was, like, it was clips from old-ass movies, it was clips from, like, 80s movies, there was that one where Baby Piggy has an exchange with, um, what's his name, from Mannequin, from a different (laughs) movie, she's like doing the scene with him and i was like andrew mccarthy yeah (laughs) and he's like she has this back and forth with him because it keeps cutting to the scene from a movie he's in and she's like okay you know (laughs) but i mean that show because it was different because you know i don't know there was i i remember the day my mom was like oh there's gonna be this new muppet babe show saturday morning and i remember watching it for the first time with my sister and we used to watch it every saturday and then it was on nickelodeon for a while um, you know, during the afternoon and like the song, it, it was just, it was, I don't know. It was one of those shows that it was my absolute, like, I loved it. I loved 
I love that show. It always frustrated me that you only saw Manny's legs or her socks. <laughs> the striped socks. Barbara Billingsley. Manny. Manny. <laughs> and it's back now. They have it like on Disney Plus, but it's like computer CGI. Probably like new episodes. Different voices. And it's not, it's not, it's more of a kid's show. Whereas as I feel like the original was for kids, but it wasn't, it wasn't playing to children, you know? Right. It, they weren't they weren't dumbing down everything. But the Muppets never like, did. I mean, that's why no. that's why we love them. I mean, and what's yeah. funny is that it's all born out of that one scene from Muppets Take Manhattan. Right. Claim the magic But um, there's a mate. There's a YouTube about the history of Muppet Babies and how they took that scene, and Jim Henson was like, I don't want. He's like, I want it to be educational, but I don't think, you know, I want it to be like an educational show, but not in like the Sesame Street kind right. of way where they're doing letters, but like using your imagination, being creative, overcome, you know, doing, you know, overcoming obstacles and using your brain and stuff like that. So that was really kind of the, this underlying theme. Yeah, it was of more the, of an encouraging show. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was much more about like, but they did like a Star Wars episode where they yeah, filmed Indiana you know, Jones. an Indiana Jones thing. So it was all very, you know, it was very hip. interesting. Yeah, it was, it was so hip, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and they, yeah, that was my number one. My number one is it's I'm taking liberties here because it's actually two shows, but they're very similar, mm -hmm. and I feel like they're basically just one is a reincarnation of the other and that's kids incorporated slash mickey mouse club yeah so and you're talking about the 90s mouse club or the 80s well i'm talking about 80s? i actually i mean i really watched it in the late 80s mm -hmm. i didn't really like when britney and justin and christina no, like, no, no. i wasn't we really watching it yeah i wasn't really watching it well we, i mean we were their age but we just right, weren't yeah I wasn't watching it as much. I was watching right. it when it was Jennifer and Lindsay mm -hmm. and <laughs> Fred and Moeva. Fred and Moeva and who were the guys? Tony. Who were the guys? Oh, Tony. And I remember came my later, sister. What I loved like, about it was because like my sister and my cousins Shannon and Jamie, like they were able to talk about the guys they thought were cute, and so it were like. It was yes. the first time that I was able to, like, agree with them, but, like, I couldn't yeah. say it out loud. I know. But I was like, oh, me too. That was like, yeah, because I used to watch it with my sister, and she'd be like, ooh, Damon is so hot. Damon, like, yes. yes. he is. There was one, like, he's singing, a, he's singing, like, an original song. It's like, Damon, can you turn it out? And it's like, he's only wearing, like, just suspenders with no shirt. I remember oh. watching that and being like, my, you know, <laughs> smoke coming out of my ears, like, zzz, you know. I'm well, confused. he was in the party, remember? Yeah, he was part of the party. Yeah. Oh, Damon was the... Ooh, what a hunk. And Tony. Tony was cute. Tony was cute, but he came later. Tony Luca? Yeah. Yeah, he came later, but like the original, the OGs was like Damon Chase. Chase. The redhead. Um, oh, I didn't really like the redheads. You know that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, your I'm the only yeah. ginger. We don't need anyone. Um, but, but Kids yeah, Incorporated, I though, yeah. I, I don't want to forget about that, too. I mean, I that's when I originally started watching. And that's, we're talking Martika. We're talking Stacey Fergie. Ferguson. Jennifer Love Hewitt. Which she was just Jennifer Love. Um, and actually, oh, well, no, I'm not going to tell that story. <laughs> There's a story about, um, what was his name? Um, is it Rashad, Rashid Jackson? Or what was it? Oh. The, 
but the, he's very effeminate oh, okay. uh, on the show. And I just, yeah, there's a, I remember there was the first time that I heard him called a name that I was like, oh, that's the name that they call people like that. I see. And I was what like, was so it? that, well, you know what I mean. He was being called, he was being called out for his femininity. I'll just on the say. show? No, but <laughs> I'm saying like people around me. Like, oh, called him a name. It was like the oh. first time I remember associating that name with that behavior. Not like a fairy, but like a. Well, yeah, fairy was the first oh. term that it was that was used for him, and then another f word was yeah. used. Yeah. But um, and I was like, fairy. Hmm. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> my grandma would call them nice boys. Nice um, boys. Nice boys. Um. Yeah, who was the guy from Monster Squad that was in it? Ryan Lambert. Ryan Lambert. <laughs> now yeah this is so (laughs) ryan lambert was like one of my first like ultimate crushes because he was in monster squad which i loved monster squad Mm -hmm. my favorite favorite. squad i never saw that until i watched it with you that one time oh god loved it and then he was on kids incorporated and of course on kids incorporated he sang Mm -hmm. which is even better because just like he's just like cool like edgy you know spiky black hair and just you know and now you look at him now and like oof poor guy and so the concept of the show (laughs) it was after school these kids would go to a nightclub yeah so so there's this it seems that there's this (laughs) like venue for children that's hopping between the hours of like 3 30 p.m and 5 30 p.m and there's like a soda fountain where there is a guy that works there. Remember there's like the guy, the main adult, right? but yeah, they, they perform and then it's kids performing for kids and yeah. a couple of random adults in the it's back. Like an after school program. I guess. Never really what explained. Like what was <laughs> the corporate? What were they selling? Who was the ink? Yeah. Stacey Ferguson in her roller skates. Yeah. She rolls over. I was like, like it would swipe, you know, like the changing yeah. of scenes would be like, and then there would be singing. Who was the one girl that was kind of like, she was just like the normal girl, but they always gave yes. her songs. Oh God. What's her name? I don't remember. But she, yeah, but she, she obviously not the remarkable one. There was Martiga, yeah. Stacey Ferguson, Martika. and then her. Martika was like the old, the older girl, you know, she was yeah. the teen that everyone was like, oh yeah, she's so cool. And then, so, yeah. yeah, and then Fergie was the, the child. Yeah, but, but she she stayed. So Stacy Ferguson was she was from start to finish on that show. Yeah, she and became like, she, the Martika. Yeah, because like towards the end when she was like a, a teenager finally, and then she was like singing her heart out. And then several years later, we <laughs> saw her again reemerge with the Black Eyed Peas. And we're delicious. <laughs> <laughs> When I loved her too, because she is from where I grew up. She's from like West Covina, West Covina, West Covina, like Roland Heights area, San Gabriel Valley. So that's where Mm -hmm. I grew up, and so I always feel special if I have a celebrity that's from my hometown area. Doesn't she say that? Does she call it out in like glamorous? Does she say something? Or no? Maybe it's at the beginning of the video. They say like it says like West Covina, nineteen something, or I forget. Yeah, I mean, she's she talks about it. The glamorous, glamorous, <laughs> G L. I remember that song playing at um, Mannequins 
at Pleasure Island at Walt Disney World, <laughs> and they were spelling out in the lights. They were spelling, you know, ooh, mannequins. They were spelling out the word, like, going into the song, and I was like, yeah. It was, like, the first time we went there. Oh, that revolving dance floor. I will miss you forever. <laughs> oh, that was mean? like an adult kids incorporated the way that place was set up. Like it really was. <laughs> it really was. Oh my God. But yeah, kids incorporated MMC loved, loved, loved those shows. So um, what we're going to do is we're going to wrap this podcast because we don't want to cut anything short for our discussion on the sitcoms of the eighties that we love. So stay tuned for part two, which will be next week. And we'll talk about our top five 80s sitcoms that we love. And we'll talk about more of the adult evening shows that you uh, all know and love. Yes. And don't forget. I was going to say, do our thing. Do our tags. Don't forget. You can follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And on Apple Podcasts, you can write us a review. Tell us how much fun you're having. Yeah. Or you can email us feedback at the reference podcast at gmail.com. And you can follow us on Instagram at the reference underscore podcast. That's right. So That's do all those things. End. So do all those things and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.